Right, are we ready? Yeah, ready for what? Invite to do the talking. Uh, Talking? Do the chat. Oh, okay. Do the episode. Now is the time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Pat. Hi, I'm Mariel. Hi, I'm Matt. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we have played The Traitors. But as usual, business first. I was going to look up what I thought had changed about the pandemic board from last week, but I can't seem to find any facts. So I think I probably just made that up about there being a change between version one and version two of pandemic. And that is the end of all the business. So there you go. Without fun, there can be no function. As I said, this week we've played Traitors. It's normally we make a guest read the box, but it's a very, very simple box but i think matt you should do it as it is your first time in person it's not your first episode but that's it's your true, first it? time playing here in real life where we can poke you yeah didn't we i do enjoy poking did we not play like pandemic or something horri- like arkham horror or something horrific over zoom like the last one the last episode i remember not being I can't remember. We did too great board game board <laughs> as an experience and then you played werewolf but you had to go before we recorded the chat about it oh yeah but i don't think you've been here for an irl drinking flux no. You're not around at the no. party. No. no. Okay, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, you've given me some simple reading, which yeah. is good. <laughs> so nobody, Phil has seen this TV show. Apparently there's a TV it's show. It's amazing. Nobody else has seen the TV show. <laughs> no. Teaching kids game theory since 2002. But yeah, play TV's most exciting psychological game in your own home. And then it goes on through four bullet points. Hoard as many gold coins as you can. Blackmail and steal from your opponents. Illuminate your opponents under cover of night. Discover whom among you are the traitors. Mm. Which, by the way is everybody (laughs) (laughs) everyone is a selfish bastard suitable for eight plus years four to six players does it give a time limit as seen on the bbc it suggests 40 to 60 minutes but there is something in the instruction book about you should either set a coin limit or a round limit Mm. to to cap your own game it's open-ended there we go so yeah basically i mean the box has given the game outline we are we have cards and we're competing to earn money but at the same time so we're building this communal pot but at the same time we can backstab and keep money for ourselves and try and kill each other in the hope of winning the final pot. Compliance will be reported. So we'll just talk a bit about the different cards, unless you sounded like you were going to interject. I was going to say, how is it the same? How is it different to the TV show? Okay, so each episode on the TV show, so they all do like a challenge together to earn money for Mm -hmm. their prize pot, and then at the end of each day, they all sit around the table and they they do basically like werewolf because like three of them have been chosen to be traitors, and so they you know do this whole voting. I think you're a traitor, and they all write their names on a little chalkboard and someone cries and, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Are they trying to sabotage the task then? Like, they've been assigned traitor status? No. So basically how it works is once enough have been eliminated, when they get down to, like, the final four, they end up doing the version of this dilemma thing mm. where they all vote... You know, either we can all, I think we've got rid of all the traitors and we can split the money, but if one of them is a betrayer, then they take the pot, or if they all betray, you know, so they do that dilemma thing. And it's the same person a betrayer all the way through, like werewolves that change every week. No, it's the same ones all the way through, but then they like turn on each other and they get opportunities to recruit new traitors throughout the thing. So the TV show is much more like Werewolf with yeah. the addition of that you're playing for money. With a bit of Taskmaster thrown in. Yes. That is proper good. You should watch it. Yeah. I guess they can't it, just it's... remake Werewolf as the board game version because yeah. that already exists. <laughs> is it as good as Taskmaster? It's, it's very different. Okay. It's okay. Like, Claudia Winkleman is amazing. <laughs> sure. Are we having fun yet? 
So different cards. On you, you have a hand of three cards. And so there are money cards, which you can either play into the communal pot, or if you've got a treasure chest of your own, you can play money or any other card face down into your treasure chest. And if you're still alive at the end, whether you win the pot or not, you get to keep what's in your chest. Mm. Did you, what was your thoughts, strategies, tactics about where you put your money, basically? I was trying to keep the highest value in my hand because I felt that like if you get murdered, you lose everything, mm. but you can lose. Well, so we were all using the daggers to steal chests. Yes. Which I think makes sense because a chest is usually going to have like two or three things in it. And if you, you can steal from somebody's hand, but you can only take one card. So I was assuming like if you, if you die, you lose, if you get murdered, you lose everything. If somebody pulls a dagger on you, you're going to lose your chest. So I was keeping the high value coins in my hand for that reason, along with the action cards. Because if you've got a dagger or a murdering thing, you put it in a chest, you can't use it. It just blocks the space. So it's a bit, it's a bit of a balance of keeping the highest value coins and like useful action cards in your hand. And I was putting just the low value coins mm -hmm. in the chest. But even then I was putting them in the chest rather than just playing them in the pot because they are, they're more valuable to me in the chest because I yes. might survive and I might keep the chest and the pot yeah. is definitely not coming back to me. Chest changed hand quite, changed hands quite a lot. It did. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't seem like a safe way to actually keep money for yourself. You just have to rely on other people being silly enough to put lots of <laughs> right. money in them and just go, oh yeah, that'll be mine, thank you. But it was definitely useless in the communal pot. So it was better in a chest than the communal pot is, is yeah. what I thought, but not as good as keeping it in my hand. Yeah, I think was I... everybody else doing the same thing? Not initially. I naively did not do the maths at first and thought, the pot might be worth it. Even after the maths had been explained to me, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I was kind of splitting chest and pot because I thought, if I had a dagger in my hand, even if somebody took my chest, I could take my chest back. And then I've just got to survive long enough to not be murdered. So I was hoping for, I was kind of, yeah, hoping for a dagger, to have a dagger and a shield so that then I can take stuff back or nick stuff and then not get murdered. Yeah, I think for me, as soon as I could get a chest, then I'd fill up the chest. And then if I didn't have a chest, then I'd do what you said, Matt, and I would put the lowest amount in the communal pot mm -hmm. and try and keep the biggest in my hand yeah. for when I did have yeah. a chest. I really want to just build up the communal pot, guys, with five coins. Whoa. Whoa. Big spender. Yeah. There we go. Got no other cards. Oh, That's what a faithful would do. Like a traitor would mm -hmm. do that. A traitor would mm -hmm. play a uh, mm -hmm. personal yeah, treasure chest. Add some money. You don't know what else is in my hand, mate. He hid something mm -hmm. in his treasure chest. Tax efficient savings account. Put a measly coin in the pot. See, we start off all honest, but as soon as we start getting treasure chests, we're like, no. Yeah, I assume you were all just putting money in the pot because you didn't have chests. Okay. <laughs> I was money bagging that, right? You were. I'm starting off selfish today. Gonna you know what? Them. No, it's, it's all right. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to donate two to the course. Because you haven't got a chest. Two foot pot. Two going in, Barbara. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> two going in, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> That's Barbara's default. <laughs> Another generous donation. <laughs> to Barbara. To Barbara. <laughs> Into the pot. That's what Barbara called it. <laughs> I'm going to put some money in the pot. There you go, there's just one cheeky pound. Cheeky pound for Barbara. Sweeten that pot a little bit. Ready for betrayal. It's yeah. literally pointless, yeah. No option just to piss money into this pot that I'm not going to win. Me, 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 me. But yeah, so that brings me on to the other cards. So the main one that's like immediately usable is this dagger. And the idea is that you, you know, hold someone at knife point and you either steal a chest off them or you look at their hand and you you take one card out of their hand. But because all the cards in the chest are face down and you don't have to put money in the chest, you can put useless like decoy cards. It's that gamble, isn't it? Do I get three cards that I don't know what are or do I get one card that I'm guaranteed to get something? Well, you're not even guaranteed to get something good because 
if you choose someone whose hand is full of it's one co- one coin. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I had forgotten you could do that with the dagger. I was just yeah. gunning for chess. <laughs> at least you get to choose. Yeah. By the end, I think I probably actually would have. I was holding off on the dagger until people have full chess. But actually, mm. I think when we all worked out what we we're doing and we were all holding the really good stuff in our hand, mm. I think actually the dagger and a bit of a yeah. shakedown is actually quite a good way of doing it. Mm. I yeah was only using it to steal chests because I just assumed that like me everyone would be loading their chests with yeah, money. Yeah, I was putting chests. I was loading chests but alternating because I didn't want to have the most loaded chest because then that chest is just waiting for somebody to nick it. I was trying to make it not too tempting because I did want to have the coins at the end because somebody likes killing me so I didn't think I was going to make it. <laughs> everyone likes killing you. <laughs> Um, I thought I might not make it, so I need to try and at least hoard some gold. <laughs> <laughs> Were people decoying? Because the thing for me was so no, putting, I was a, never putting a chest in a chest is fine because chests you, you can only actually have one chest in play at any time. So if you get another chest card, it's either literally holding up, blocking the space in your hand, or you put mm. it in a chest, and it's a great decoy because it's useless. Mm. The other stuff, if anything else, to be a quote unquote decoy, you've got to get rid of like all the other cards are actually really powerful. Mm. It's for, good yeah. to have a murderer. It's good to have a shield. It's good to have a dagger. Yeah. Like I was saying, I was hanging on to one, not necessarily to steal other people's chests, but as soon as I had stuff in my chest I wanted to make sure I could get it back there was no card like a you know, fireball card where you you like play it and just like knock two coins off somebody there was no like middle potency card I thought everything that could have been a decoy was actually like a game changing yeah. powerful card I suppose that I wanted to keep hold of I suppose if you had two chests because if I had a chest down and another chest in my hand I would hang on to that as well again so I could just, just start again chest, yeah if yeah. I didn't have a dagger I'd mm. keep the chest so oh my chest's gone right more chest enjoy the chest full of chests <laughs> <laughs> the chest of many chests. I still fails. You carp. <laughs> you slag. Absolutely knife wielding shit. I think that like so brings on to the next part. So hidden, you know, slotted through the deck of these knight cards, and knight is when the shenanigans, the murdering, can happen. So whoever draws the knight card, then the, you get these traitor cards, which are this cool like cultist in a robe sort of person, and you just go round and you can play your traitor card to try and murder someone. But then you could have a shield card which protects you from being murdered, etc., etc. And like the phrasing that people were using was like it was either I can't or I choose not to. <laughs> but when you were saying I choose not to, do did you have the power to, or were you just bullshitting? That is mostly bluffing. <laughs> bluffing, but then I realised that you don't want people to think that you have a murder card that you're not using because that mm. makes you a target. True. Because they want to kill you, you before you kill that. Yeah, there's not. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a huge amount of like you know a sort of hidden role element to the to the game. But no. At the same time, you, you really don't want to out yourself as as a Having target. Having the power like, to kill. I have the power to kill, or I just have a lot of stuff in my possession mm. that is useful. Because, yeah, when you kill someone, you get their stuff as well. Yeah, you could kind of tell people who were putting, like, fives in the community. I had to do it. I put, like, a five in the community pop. Mm. You're like, okay, everything he's got is better than that. It was literally, it was literally a dagger, a shield, and a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And somebody yeah. killed me the very next turn. Because, yeah. like, you just you just have to. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't bluffing. There was once when Knight fell, like, second round or something. And I yeah. actually did have the ability to mm. kill, but literally nobody had. Well, I didn't know what people's starting hands were. They could have been 15 coins. But, like, I didn't have any, like, insight as to what anybody had. I was like, well, it's not worth it now. Yeah. So I wasn't bluffing yeah. that. No, it didn't yeah. seem worth it to me if but it didn't, didn't feel have like a chest. Because yeah, you can't it, guarantee the hand's any good. If there's right. a chest, you at least get a chest out of it. Yeah. Unless you're feeling vindictive, there's no point in murdering no, somebody. Right. And I didn't feel like it marked me out as a target either, because I was just holding my starting hand, which was like, you know, very average. I just, whenever I could, whenever I had a murderer, I was going to use it. Yep. Because. Yeah, you killed me for like fun. nothing. <laughs> I had nothing in my hand, I had nothing in front of me. Like, nope. 
gum. But then I suppose because, because it's his nature, said the scorpion. Yeah. yeah, it's I don't know. Is there something to be said though of of refraining from using your kill cards? Because so in a four player, basically as soon as it's down to two players, then you move on to the final like stage mm. of the game, which we'll talk about in a moment. But so is there any merit in not killing to keep all of us in so the pot just gets bigger and bigger and bigger? But then you, mm. we've decided that the pot is pretty useless. We convince ourselves the pot's useless. Hmm. Unless you think the person that you're left with is going to play a faithful card, there's not much point. True. Okay, night time. Night falls. So dun, dun, dun. it starts with me, and I do have a traitor card. I'm going to kill Pat. <gasps> I don't want to kill anyone. I kill Moo. Fine. I kill Phil. Did you hear something? I think I heard a ghost. <laughs> okay. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Totes getting murdered. <laughs> okay, it's night. Are you able to kill Phil? Sadly not, no. Yeah. I wish I could. I kill Matt! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> what? <laughs> I you're getting murdered quite early on in this one. <laughs> I kill me. What? I want to get murdering. I'm feeling very left out. Die, Phil. No. Fine. <laughs> Die, Phil. This time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Luckily for Barbara. Oh, I kill Matt. I put, what? <laughs> <laughs> Could you? <laughs> Could you not? Thank you. <laughs> wow. I'm not That's doing anything. Shit. I'm gonna kill Phil. Oh, oh no! Yeah. yeah, okay. All chillin', no killin'. Makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> oh, Those, it's almost poetic. You all tried to kill each other. <laughs> which brings us on to our final. So there's two ways this can happen. Obviously, if you get killed down to only two players remaining, or if you go through all of the deck and get to the final night, then you enter what they're calling the traitor's dilemma. And the remaining two people get given a card that says betrayal and a card that says faithful and you've, you're playing for the pot and you choose one card and if you both play faithful then you get to share the pot if one of you plays betrayal then they win all the money or if both of you play betrayal then no one wins the money fucking frustrating <laughs> why what <laughs> like it just destroys your faith in humanity no just just, just, just these people yeah yeah playing with yeah just your friends yeah. it's just you know yeah and you full well there was not a chance you were not putting betrayal down. I, if I had a lot of chests, if I knew I was going to get a lot of money anyway, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. once you're in the dilemma at the end, you're alive so you mm. get whatever you've got in your chest, regardless mm. of who wins the pot. So that one round where I had like four chests, mm. I was like, well I might as well play faithful because it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep the stuff in my chest and if by chance the other person is a decent human being, but then it doesn't spoiler, make any they difference. weren't. Yes, true. Okay, I think <laughs> you, can play, you can play faithful, that's the only time you can play faithful and even then you're doing it just because you feel like it. Yes. Because if the other person plays faithful and you split the pot, the pot then makes no difference. No. To the outcome. Uh, like, so you would only play it if you can be betrayed and you're still, you're further ahead than the pot is, if you see what I mean. Like, yes. You, you, there's more of a difference between your chest and their chest than is in the pot. But, except you don't know what's in their chest and you actually possibly, you don't know what's in a lot of your chest because you've stolen them rather than. Yeah, that's So true. you're still gambling. But yeah, if, you, if you're convinced you're a long way ahead and the pot's quite small, then you can play faithful just for a laugh. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise it literally makes no sense. I suppose if the person that you really need to get ahead of or the person that you're behind has already been murdered and the other person that's going for the pot so, is a fair way behind you it won't make much difference you'll both get the same amount so you'll both move forward the same amount mm, but I mean, you I'm, will still get more 
coins than the person you're trying to get ahead of that's already out. I would agree that, yeah, there's maybe an element that, that we didn't kind of go for because the, the score was being kept. Oh, that's true. Paper. Yeah. On the floor. Uh, yeah. So we so should say you pay we five rounds of this, right? Yeah, we weren't yeah. keeping track of, not like we, we were, but I don't think it was present in people's minds, like, oh, no, I'm only five true. coins behind that person. Yeah. They're out. If you and I you are know, faithful, yeah, faithful then we can split it and we'll both be ahead of that. We'll both be ahead of that. Yeah, that's. So it's vaguely aware that I mean, you and Matt had hoovered up a lot of coins quite early, but then had no idea what the score was. In my defence, that was just a, I didn't have anywhere to put my notebook. But yeah, no, that's, sure. yeah, that's yeah, weird. intentional. No, I, you're right. I didn't keep that in mind because yeah. yeah, we were all playing prisoners' dilemma, and we should be playing repeated prisoners' dilemma, right? Which <laughs> yeah. is which is be faithful until the last round and then betray. Jeez. Which is like that's the optimal strategy for repeated prisoners' dilemma. Yes. Are you honest or are you a toe rag is the question. Oh. You bastard. You money grabbing piece of shit. Says the man with four treasure chests that well, he stole off everybody else. Oh, no, yeah. I won in financial gains. You, did. But you, did. you won like morally. No, actually you didn't because you betrayed me. <laughs> Always betrayed. Yeah. Everybody. Literally game theory 101. Yeah. I just didn't think it mattered because I knew I had enough money in my treasure chest. So, <laughs> so you were willing to split the pot. Yeah. Ah! Oh no, what a shame, all that money goes away. There was 12. 27 mm. in that pot <laughs> that you could have shared. Oh, Were you not we both selfish, selfish murdering twat bags? Right. I, I don't think betraying all the time is actually the right thing to do in this game. No, because if you, if both of you betray, then neither of you gets the big pot of money. Yeah. Or if you're both faithful, you get to split the pot I, of money, and that was quite a big pot I of money. I think they're the same, right? Because if you betray, you either get zero or a hundred, yeah. and if you are faithful... You get zero, it's 50. Oh no, you get 50, you'll get 50 or zero, no, so you yeah. you should always betray. But then now you've said that. Oh no. No, because when There's I'm no... always going to betray, I'm not going to let him get the money and just put betrayal in and shaft us both. That's true. Yeah, true. I mean, that's yeah. assuming that the odds of either card are like, you can't predict anything about what the other person's going to do. Yeah. If you can, then, then it yeah. changes. But At least with betrayal, the other person will lose out as well. Their option is yes. nothing or nothing. Yeah. Especially if you've got a lot in your <laughs> chest and your hand and the... Yeah, if you've got yeah. nothing to lose because you've got... No, sorry, if you don't, actually, if the pot in the middle can actually tip the balance, then you definitely want to betray just deny the other person getting the point yeah. in the middle and then maybe you Thank can you. win from your own hand. You are playing for 18 traitor pounds. Oh. Okay, we've got zero. a betrayal. What do the married couple oh. do? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The new parents yeah. murder Did each other. other. Oh. Santa, husband v's wife, backstabbery oh, yeah. again. You are playing for 20 traitor pounds. That's a lot of money. 10 yes. pounds is a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> 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 oh. I knew you were going to play. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no point playing a faithful. The... Well, there is if you trust each other. But I know that he's not going to play a faithful, so there's no point me playing it. Actually, no, it makes no difference because even though, however big or small the amount in your chest is, you get an equal amount mm. of the stuff in the middle. So it literally never makes any difference to who wins. Well, you may as well both get zero because you may as well both get a million because then somebody will have a million and one, somebody will have a million and two. Mm. It literally mm. makes no difference. The only difference that it can it can make is if one person betrays and one person's faith. Even actually like both yeah. trusting each other and both being faithful has no effect on the outcome. So it's, a, it's a pointless thing to try to strive for. It's not a point, there's no so point Maybe that's the psychology though, by tricking people into thinking, oh, we need to split, oh, we need to do that when really actually- It actually doesn't make a difference. There's no point even lying yeah. to somebody and talking them into it because even if you can and you don't betray 
trade them, it makes no difference. Yeah, the only thing is to have somebody who doesn't understand the maths and who and just be like, hey, you can totally, yeah. you, you definitely <laughs> want to be faithful. We definitely want to split this. Or someone who is naive or nice. Yeah, just kind of goes, well, I might win half of this. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Right. But even yeah. if you do, it makes no difference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything to play for, unless you're me. <laughs> you could both play faithful cards at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thought. It says it all. Literally makes no difference. I'm going to leave it up to fate. Oh, there we go. Oh. Fine, fine by me. You idiot. Because <laughs> <laughs> of what? course Pat mean, played betrayed. Do you mean you betrayed? Oh, Pat. How uncharacteristic. <laughs> well, I think I've just handed it to him then. I think, I think Pat I have. has just won. You remember how Phil and strategy goes, right? We pass like ships in the night. <laughs> and afterwards we go, Was that a ship? Am <laughs> I on a ship? What's this? <laughs> Shall we frag? Let's frag. Yeah. Let's frag. Pat, starts off with fun. Three. Only gets three. It's more fun than I expected because I thought it was just going to be a kind of a werewolf rehash. Because, mm. I mean, the TV show is basically werewolf the TV show. Yes. So I was worried the game of the TV show was going to be mm. the game of the TV show of werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> of the game. Each copy is slightly less yeah. good. Each iteration is. And, yeah, so I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because I'm not a huge fan of the, you know, the pers kind of the persuady games where you've got to try and convince people that you yeah, not a murderer anymore. But you can just die just part way through. You think, oh, this is going really well. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, and now I'm out of the round for like I don't know five ten minutes. And it's just a, kind of slows it down a little mm -hmm. bit. Also three similar kind of reasons. The yeah, there's an amount of dead turns. I guess that possibly comes more into gameplay where there's nothing really sensible that you can do, or you get killed and you're annoyed and you're just sort of waiting for that round to end before you can actually do anything again. Yeah. Which is some rounds is quite long. If you get killed towards the end, it's not so bad. But if you get killed quite early. On, you're just sort of sitting there watching everyone else's pots grow, you know, and you can't do anything. This is out of five, is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it four because I did have fun. I was thought, actually, I didn't realise it was going to be a werewolf. I thought it was going to be a, like a deck builder, and I'm not too much of a fan of those. I find that like a hand builder, I find those a bit boring. This, there was a lot well, more to it. I don't remember how that. much fun you had playing X Files Legend, you Right, you exactly. You fucking loved it. Yeah, so <laughs> I give it a four, but this was my first time playing it. I think, unless I'm missing something, it seems, I feel like we've already all worked out like the ultimate strategy, and it's there's not that much to it. So I think next time it won't be so much fun because you know exactly what to do and you just do it. And yeah, like uh, like Pat said, it's just it's very absolute and you can just get murdered. Like there's none of the cards take twenty percent of your money or fifty percent of your money. You're just out, and mm. then you've got yeah. you can you can play all the. It really disincentivizes me from the end for actually trying that hard because I'm like I can try really hard and concentrate really hard, and then somebody can just take it all, and there's nothing I can do about it. Um, and being like getting ahead doesn't help you, doesn't defend you at all. If you lose twenty percent, then you're being ahead, you're still in a better place. But getting ahead makes no, makes no difference if somebody can just murder you. So it was frustrating but for a first playthrough we like figuring it out the strategy should yeah. be long I'd give it a four I went for three for the same like I agree with the you know you build up and then just instantly you're dead and that's it there's nothing you know just oh okay well fuck you then but I think I'm the opposite of you I don't, it wasn't deducty werewolfy enough for me like considering it's based on the TV show there's not much of the TV show like elements yeah. because as you said the TV show is so werewolfy I didn't think this was werewolfy enough mm. but again I can't really think of a way how they would make it werewolfy without it just being werewolfy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but for me, like, the best bits 
of the TV show were not incorporated into this, mm. I feel. There you go. Moose starts off with replayability. I think also three. So it's probably going to be different most of the times you play it until you get down to the final betrayal, I think. If I play with you guys again, I know what you're all going to play <laughs> how that's going to go. And yeah, because it wasn't, it was only sort of a three in fun, it's not one that I would necessarily want to get out and play again straight away. Matt? I didn't realise what the categories were, so I guess I kind of followed this into the last one. I think I'm going to give it like a two for replayability. Like it's short and easy to get into, but yeah. I feel like we know the strategy now. Unless you give, give it long enough that you've forgotten how to play. <laughs> yeah. I just mm. think, if we did another round now, I just think we all know exactly what we're doing and mm. it's just it just becomes a game of chance with yeah. like a bit of swearing in. So, <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. I'm going for three. I think same sort of thing, because we played six rounds, like that almost took some of the replayability out of it because okay part of it was the first few rounds we were still scoping each other out but by mm. the end we just knew yeah. right you're you're always going to betray you're going to do it I'm going to kill you blah, 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 yeah. Blah. Yeah. and that's the kind of thing that you would learn over separate playthroughs of, of multiple mm. games but because you play so many rounds I kind of unless I was playing with three completely different people I know all there is to know about your gameplay style you know mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah I think you're right it does have elements of different each time but within the confines of the game there's not that much different that you can do. Two from me for reasons already discussed. And I was thinking part way through, I was oh, I wonder what the maximum number of players can be. Maybe thinking it's like, yeah, you know, that would, I don't know, maybe be different playing with lots more people. But I don't know, four to six, quite a narrow window for this kind of game, maybe. Yeah. Just. I feel like six would be maybe even more boring because you just get yeah. night more often. You get, it would be fewer rounds between yeah. nights. So you'd actually yeah. have very little chance to do anything. Yeah. And you just end up dying but, a lot. Yeah. And then you'd have to wait for five or six four or five people potentially to like finish true yeah. but I was thinking finish the rest of the round you'd be bored That's a lot true, of the time because yeah. if you were the first out you'd be sitting there a long time yeah, yeah, yeah. Else got on with and it. maybe this this will come up again in gameplay but it's like I don't know you think maybe you want a bigger group where more the number of people at the end that can vote is larger Ooh. yeah yeah so yeah. it would be more like the TV show again I guess then yeah and I think but, yeah you know, but it's mm. and the, oh, I guess we'll talk about it in gameplay but yeah like the if three people were playing Faithful or Betray I actually don't off the top of my head don't know they don't teach you in A-level like what the what the optimal way to play that is yeah. so I don't know it off the top of my head and I might have to think a bit more it's almost like it needs more like to combine so yes you still have the adding money to the pot and the keeping mm. but then each night you know maybe one of us does have the traitor role and we do the vote you know like yeah. that way to eliminate rather than just or, I have a kill or card. like a sabotage like, yeah. so, so I'm going to just steal from the like, pot kind of thing say I am the traitor if I make it to the end I get to double my money or something. Yeah. Like, mm. so some incentive Yeah. to try and... Almost do a secret Hitler, like, where you have to have to betray or have to be faithful, depending on the role you've been given. Mm. And then yeah. you, make, you, you, you anonymously vote, and then you have oh, to try to Oh, so then you're trying deduce. to kill off the traitors yeah, rather than you have the to faithfuls. Try to deduce. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I think rather than just shove them out whoever's got the killer card, yeah. Yeah. I think it should be more of a bastardy process. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can't kill them off completely, but you if you work out who they are, they're the person you murder when the night first falls. You just shove them out of the round. Yeah. I guess if if some if you are the traitor and somebody works you out, that makes it a very boring game for you because you just get bumped off mm -hmm. by the start of every round. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah we have to, so if you, you change traitors it, but, every round, that would. But then how are you going to work out what? Because then it just. Benefits but you're doing them. the traitors dilemma at the end of every round, like the end of the series, though, mm. aren't you? So you're doing. But that just tells. 
on what to vote. Yeah. But then it takes. But I mean, that element kind of is pointless anyway at the moment. So I don't know. Can't make it much worse. I know. Remake the game. Change the rules. Well, I'll I'll talk about that after. Matt starts off with the aesthetic of the game. Aesthetic. I think that's what that is. It's uh, purple and orange is a is a choice. I mean, they are complementary colors, but that's the colors of the TV show. I mean, like that is the logo of the TV show. Fine. I'm just just judging as I see. I guess. But it's uh, it's a very classic like medieval. You know, like why are we in a castle with a stone like flag stone floor and, a, and you know wooden tables custom court yeah the actual like iconography is not great there's like a weird bit of occulty occulty symbolism around that just doesn't come into the gameplay it's fine it's like every other like low fantasy in the technical sense of low fantasy right as in fantasy set in this world but like, why is it always a castle and why is it always raining yeah I, it's I'd give it a three because it's very average I also went for three I think like the artwork is nice it's like it's not overly cartoony it's not see you know it fits the th- and again you know the TV show is set in a castle and they wear robes, oh, right, okay, you know right, so it, yeah, it fits yeah, that but I guess my is it they're just pictures there's no information like so, unless you memorise what each card does there's nothing on the dagger card that explains what to do with it there's not you know what I mean like it could have the only cards that have any extra information on are the ones that very clearly depict one two or three coins and they have a yeah. one or two or three <laughs> in the corner yeah. which is the most useless thing yeah so I put yeah a three it's pretty but the could be more helpful. They, they could have yeah. more information. Three as well. Yeah, it annoys me that the, the coin cards yeah do have a number on. Yeah. And they don't need a number. And then the other cards that could have similar kind of icons on don't. Yeah. You say it is eight plus. Like I hope you could count five. Yeah. You know, five coins on a, on a picture. <laughs> but it, yeah. But it, it's it's fine. It does everything it needs to. Nothing more. Oh right. Yeah. See now I can't unsee that. I hadn't thought of that because I was going to give it a four. And if we were doing it with the cards, I would be giving it a four because I. I do like the artwork. It's nice. The logo is meh, but that's the TV show's logo, I guess. So I like whatever. <laughs> I don't know it looks like the Star Trek badge thing. Yeah. 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 Looking at that's what I, was, I can see. I was just looking. There was this weird occulty thing in the background, but I was yeah, just like the Dreamcatcher or whatever it is. But yeah, I was just looking at this. It is like a Starfleet Delta, isn't it? With like, I guess it's meant to be a shield and a. No, it's, it's a hood. It's isn't it? a person uh, oh, with it's a hood. hood. It's a hood and a shield or something. Yeah, but, but like, it's a the, face. The logo's kind of meh, but I can't judge <laughs> it's a it. Face in a hood. Yeah, there's the, the <laughs> hooded eyes. There's half the face. There's the mm. cowl over the top. I, um, <laughs> mm, all right. Yeah. So we'll do it properly. I will give it the four that I was going to give it because I do like the artwork. It's very nice, but it's not a five. I would mark it down more for the two thing that I hadn't quite clocked and wasn't annoying me enough. I think because I wasn't looking at it. Cool. I will start with gameplay. I'm going to go for three again. Like it's fine. Stuff could be like I said a bit clearer on the card, but the thing that's keeping it down for me is the the game break that you spotted. Yeah. Of if you have a hand of just shields and if there's no coins cards, and no daggers yeah nothing you yeah. can play now because those are purely you have to wait for night time to use those yeah. and there was nothing in the rules about well what do you do so we just had to freestyle and say like well, we'll discard and yeah they didn't cover the edge case of I had no chest and I had a handful yeah. of things that I couldn't play and I picked up something that I couldn't play so I had a, I have an overfull hand of things I literally wasn't allowed to play and I had nowhere to store them yeah so what do you the rules just didn't tell me what to do so I think it would be rare but there is a point yeah. where you could yeah. those are just sloppy Written, yeah. written rules. Yeah, three from me as well. Game is fine as it is, but I think could more reflect the TV show. Yeah, be a little bit more. I don't know, a little bit more exciting. A bit 
bit more to play for and not feel like it, you just go through the motions and yeah. you know you know what the outcome's going to be. Also three, I think for some of that, for kind of for me, what detracted from the fun was the gameplay of the like, potential for dead turns where you can't do anything sensible or just being out for a fair amount of time. Like we were saying, if you've got six players, you could be out for a long time, and that is not a great game mechanic for a, a game with six players because it's not like when you're playing werewolf and it's a good spectator sport. It's not a great spectator sport this no. one because you're just hoping that everybody gets shafted because you're cross that you're out. <laughs> yeah, there's not much other than potential for murderage. There isn't really much sort of betrayal or hidden identity that you, I would expect for something called Traitors from a TV show that sounds like it is ostensibly werewolf. Yeah. I'm going to give it two. I think that's generous. Yeah, for the, like everybody said, like the game break, there's you know sloppy room rules, the fact that you can be out, the fact the fact that I let, like unless I've done my maths wrong, that round that the the actual traitor's dilemma at the end, yeah, is completely pointless. So that <laughs> and it's just it's fairly simple. Even besides the rest of that, there's quite a lot of chance involved in it because all the cards are so powerful. There's quite a lot. It's a, it's a you know the chance element looms very big. It feels like there's a quite an obvious optimum way to play it that you work out quite quickly. So you if you want to win, you you very quickly become a robot with like no choices to make at any point because everything's very black and white and you figure that out fairly quickly like i'm glad it's not a deck builder (laughs) don't get me wrong (laughs) and i'm glad it's not a persuadey game because they also kind of bore me because they just go on forever and if i was going to play persuadey game if i was going to play werewolf i'd just play the resistance because it's got a nice aesthetic and it's very carefully balanced because that's what it's meant to be i'm glad it's not a like half-assed like secret hitler clone that's not balanced properly but i think it still doesn't really play yeah i had fun this time i was entertained but i think next time i would Probably not. Yeah, it has the sustained <laughs> ability. Well, that gives it a total frag of 11.75. Only just over halfway. Average. But that's fine. The big question, Pat, was it a win or not? That's a good question. I don't know. Go, I don't... go with your gut, Pat. Just just go with your gut. I don't really want to play it again. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> going to say it's not a win. No? I'm going to say yes, but only just because it's not. I don't hate it enough for it not to be a win. And the score is more than 50%, therefore... Matthew? <laughs> I'm going to say yes, actually, because I was entertained today, and if it came up again, I wouldn't, like, go and do something else on my own in a different room. You wouldn't like, there's that. better games to play, <laughs> but it's, That's you not know, an option. <laughs> yeah, it's, I was entertained, which is, that's the ultimate thing, right? I actually yeah. was entertained. I mean, I'm going for a yes as well. Just, I mean, it wasn't was bad. No, it, wasn't, no, it, wasn't, no. it wasn't Portal, you know. <laughs> it's okay. not Legends of Andor. <laughs> <laughs> so that does make it a win. Sorry, Pat. That's all right. That makes it 118 to the gamers and 41 to the haters. Time's fun equals progress. Now, before we finish, there is a second version of this, which I am fucked right off about. Because, so they released this before mm-hmm. series one had even finished airing, right. but like before the final however many episodes were released. It so does I was feel like, like a cash grab. Yeah, so was I was like, yay, quickly. I was that that idiot cattle that just went and got for it. But now, already, and series mm-hmm. two hasn't come out yet at all, right. but there is a second version that has an app, and it does, right. like, so I don't know, is it just, like, what would the app be for? But I'm kind of annoyed, mm-hmm. because... Yeah. Anyone who jumped on it early presumably now has an inferior version of the game. But also, that's a really quick turnaround to it's release a second version. Do you and think a lot of, enough people were like, "Hey, yeah. this is okay, but it's not amazing. Do better." Do you think it's that, and they changed so they changed the rules and made it better, or do you think because of the popularity of the TV series, they printed a thousand of these and they all sold, and then they just had to make more? Maybe because if mean, the like, app, if the app is just a digitization of this, if the app is just holding your cards in your but I think chest, it still comes with cards worse. and stuff. Well, maybe right. the app flings. 
up a night card, like uh, maybe. rather than mm. it coming out of the deck, it's like a bong. It's night time. But then, see, I'm kind of tempted, mm. but also if it is just, do you know what yeah. I mean? I don't if it's the same game but in your phone without cards, then it's worse, right? Yeah. But yeah. If they fix yeah. the balance and fix some of the gameplay elements, then okay, fine. Can you download the app and I'll work just it out. like see. see what the app yeah. does, and from that work out whether you can maybe because you think the app would have like the rule book digitized. Yeah. The Amazon, true. the Amazon listing for this thing must describe it like enough to you can yes. tell whether it's the same game or not. That's true. There is also a board game now, which is funny what? during the recording where you mentioned Taskmaster. So you actually have to do tasks to raise to, to raise. generate oh, the money, like, and then you do the votee, which is much more like the. If TV this were show. a drinking game, I think I'd probably give it four <laughs> yeah. instead of two. Yeah. If and this had like yeah. drinking tasks, and if you'd gone to the effort of having to like get the money in the first place, yeah, to, to like, feel a bit do more something to, to, yeah, yeah. invested in yeah. getting that. I think if it was like neck your drink and stand on one leg for like ten seconds, then I'd be yeah. What this suffers from <laughs> is a shit. This is a quite popular TV show. Let's just knock something out as quick as we can. Yeah. And now they've had time to think about it. I think they've released more, mm-hmm. either more faithful, no pun intended, to the to the TV show, or a more balanced, yeah. well thought out version mm-hmm. of this. From a quick look on the app store, you can't just get the app. You'll have to buy the game and presumably the Maybe QR, it's like code QR code that gets code, yeah. it. Yeah. That's annoying. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, anyone in listener that listener land, if you've got the traitors version with the app, how's it different? Let us know. But yeah, cool. Well, I've been Phil. I've been Pat. I've been Mariel. I've been Matt. And what's next? Remember, non-relinquent in Arca Repair Cado. You can find us on Facebook at Organised Fun Pod. You can find us on X at Fun Organised. Thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye! Bye. Uh, All right, boyo. Claudia Winkleman first. Do I have time to make tea while we're shuffling? Yeah, please. Tea, please. Tea, tea. This is a pet hate. This is a sin. (laughs) Now it's time when we stop. Good night. night.